Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 176, which is the atomic number of an element temporarily called unsepthexium. 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 I've not heard of it. I'm Trey, joined, as always, by the other half of the connection, Cam Abderhall. How are we doing, Cam? Hey, howdy. Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's a great it's a great day to live in Florida. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'll yeah. That. We'll get into it, but Tucker is working late. Haven't heard from Dylan. Dylan is MIA once again. Could be dead. Hopefully not. Oh, uh, we, we've said it a lot. Yeah. Every time we say it, he shortly appears afterwards and alive. Exactly. So we're uh, we're reverse jinxing ourselves as uh, we like to do. Um, but yeah, let's uh, get into it. Winners and losers. Obviously, Cameron Abderhalden and the state of Florida as a uh, whole is a winner. Uh, we have the Panthers up. What are they up? 3-0? 3 0? 3 2. Yeah, 3 0, but they're up 3 0 in this game. They're, okay, so the Panthers are going to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> um, and the Heat are 90%. Maybe that's low. Going... Uh, yeah, eight, uh, 80. And in some people's minds, the Celtics right now are favored, or not favored, but they're going to be favored the, the rest of the game to play. Um, plus 220 on my that's book to come back from 3-1 is, I would hate that if I'm a Celtics fan. I have something to say about that later, but... Um, the Heat are most likely going to the NBA Finals. The state of Florida is on an absolute heater and two of Cam's teams. Now, I guess the Panthers are your team. It seems like you're a bigger Panther fan than you are a Panthers fan right now. I am. And and I don't want to be called a bandwagon for it. I just moved down here and started liking them before they were really good, I guess. I don't know. You also were never a big Oh, uh, two, baby. Oh, no, he was you were also No, I was never a big Rangers guy. I knew Henrik Lundqvist, and I just liked New York. Um, teams, but if the Panthers and Rangers played on any given Sunday, I guess could be Saturday or Tuesday or whatever. Um, I'd go Panthers. I would. I got no heart in the heart in, in New York anymore. And you know, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, success changes you, and and all the better reason to, to be a, a fan. I think you like the Panthers more than the Rangers. My friends will accept me for it. Um, so, yeah. I have no issue with you liking the Panthers. You live in Florida. So I take no I take no issue with you liking the Heat either, and that was before you were in Florida. I was I was a Heat fan before I was in Florida. Let that record show. Let it, let it show. Give you your flowers. Uh, looking at the ice right now on this game, hot here. I don't know how it's not melted. Personally, doesn't make a lot of sense. But um, other winners and losers. Cam, good thing you're here. You're taking home the full point for the Tom um, Brady Jack I, Brady take. I got to take my losers with my winners, though. Um, my LeBron will come back, lay the Lakers back, um, made that take when they were an 11 seed. They just got swept. So I'll take it out there, but then I'll go back to my dub, and uh, I'll take the pull point. Takes the pull point. You maintain your position in first with 10. So you're crushing the field. You've doubled up Dill. Tucker and I are basically out of the fight at this point. Um, I certainly am. I will not be defending my crown. Actually, you know what? I'd like to make this a formal announcement right now. I've decided to recuse myself from Waste or Take of the Year. 
Um, I'm still on the fight. I still statistically could get back into it and win it, I think. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and recuse myself. Um, it's time to let somebody else have the spotlight. So I think that's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty big of me. Um, right. Huge. Yeah. So, uh, any, anything else losers, Tucker and Dylan, just don't, don't do the podcast anymore. Too big for us. Well, Tucker's okay. Tucker's got an excuse. Dylan loser if he's alive. Bigger loser if he's dead. That, <laughs> that, that would be the ultimate law. I mean, we'd literally lose him. You know what the good thing is? If he is dead, uh, he's the one that uploads these, so this won't see the, air, the light of day. So uh, You know what, though? I hope it does, because if he is dead, what a take. What it's a called take. that. <laughs> Possibly the best take ever on the show. Um, all right. Uh, ready to jump into ways to takes. I know you're, you're, you're chopping at the Hey, head. let's go. I'll, I'll lead it right off. I got a lot of takes. Um, so last week I did a take about Tom Brady coming back. I, I could have just stuck it out with Jack Brady is going to play in the league or making it to the league. Um, I, I doubled down by saying that Brady's going to play with him. Now, I, uh, I'm i going to keep it on a similar note. I'm not going Brady because I don't want to win two weeks in a row. It is very clear that our audience is absolutely pro-Brady in every way, shape, or form. Um, so next week I'll go back to Brady. If they see the name, <laughs> they vote for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone read it. Um, I'm going to drive... I'm going to try making a take with somebody else, but the last name is Brady. And just putting it out there makes no sense. Like Wayne Brady wins something and people vote for it because they see Brady. Um, anyway, my take is about the other go. Um, definitely more debate about, about around him, but that's LeBron. Now, LeBron, in a similar motion to my last week's take, uh, is is uh, considering retirement, but I think that's all for show. I think it's uh, you know just to try to get the crowd, you know, begging him to stay. And I th- he made it pretty clear he wants to play with Brock. So whether he does retire this year and then you know just take a year off, which is potential, you know, it's it's an option. Brady did it first, but um, and then play with Bronny. I think. That that's gonna happen 100. He's gonna play with LeBron. Now now LeBron James has another son, guys. He's got another son named Bryce, who is currently a baller, not as big of a baller, not as well have heard heard of, but he plays for Sierra Canyon, and I think he might he might be transferred. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and make the take. Not only does LeBron play with his son, Bronny, but he will also play on the same team with both Bronny and his younger son, Bryce, who is currently, um, I really should have, uh, he's probably a sophomore, a freshman, sophomore. He's, uh, 15 right now. So he'll be in the league when he's 19, four or five years. Bronny's playing with both of them. All right. LeBron. Um, yeah, I like this take. Um, Bryce is not talked about. It's probably because he wears glasses. Um, bit of a nerd move. Uh, he wears the rec specs on the court. So instantly you're just going to re- disregard that guy. 
But um, yeah, I mean, the, I saw a video of Bryce recently, and he has definitely gone through a growth spurt. He's getting bigger, which is good for him. Um, first of all, this retirement stuff is nonsense. It is LeBron shifting the narrative away from the fact he just got swept in the Eastern in the Western Conference Finals, and uh, instead of facing that, he just comes out and says, "Oh yeah, I may retire." By the way, and now everyone's talking about that. Um, the ESPN coverage of the, that series was preposterous. The whole, it was all centered on the Lakers. Um, and just to be clear, ESPN has been centered on Boston as well. Um, but um, it was just Laker, you know, Laker propaganda. But back to the take. Um, in terms of the longevity of LeBron, I believe it. I believe he could play five more years. Maybe not at a very high level, but I mean... He's played at a high level this year, and he's, what, 37, 38? Um, Easily top 10 player in the league. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, So he's still, you know, a baller, and he's old um, for that league, especially. Um, Now, in five years, would he still be as good? No. Would he be a guy that could come off the bench easily? Um, Probably. Probably will, just because of his name and what he's done, but... In a, if he didn't have the name LeBron James and just his skill in five years, he could certainly come off the bench, maybe start. Um, never had like a, a major, major injury. He's had a little bit of injuries the past couple of years, probably more load management stuff. Um, so I certainly, I certainly could see him going that long. Um, the only problem becomes how good is Bryce? Bryce needs to be bad for this to happen. He needs to be bottom of the second round or undrafted player uh, for this to happen. If he is not a blue chip prospect, which I don't think he will be, um, then yeah, this will happen. If he goes out and balls out in college and gets, there's just no way that a team that has LeBron and Bronny is going to be able to um, climb up unless there's a tank for the purposes of getting Bryce for ticket sales. Which also could happen. So I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say I agree with you, Cam. This will happen. Um, the teams will make it happen. Uh, we already know that LeBron's going to sign to a dog crap team, whichever dog crap team drafts Bronny, who's going to go way too high for his value, um, just for ticket sales. So if they're willing to do that, then they're willing to go get uh, Bryce as well. So I, I like the take. I think this is a bra- uh, ball. My beta take for the Ball Brothers to all be on the same team. Um, and I think this is a jello ball situation where it didn't happen, or it, it, it did happen that the Hornets signed and got cut. Uh, it's a it's a ball brother situation with just LeBron James instead, yeah. who is the commissioner of the league. Um, so I, I don't know. I like it. It's the same take I made last week, except with LeBron and this kid. All right. Um, so I'm actually glad Tucker's not here because I'm going to give a very anti-Celtics take. So. Obviously, the Celtics have played like dog crap in this series. Um, They did win last night. There is hope. I do think there is a better chance that they come down, come back from 3-0 than most any other team in this position. Um, There is, I do believe that they can do it. I really do. But on the same side of that coin, your star player, Jason Tatum, look at his playoffs so far. The dude has been hot and cold. He's either been miserable or he's been fantastic. Uh, when the spotlight's been on and the back's against the wall, he's been gr- he's been great, and that's that's definitely big. And um, 
The problem is that when the motivation, that, that extreme level of motivation isn't there, he's terrible. He can't shoot. He can't facilitate. He turns the ball over. Uh, he's crying about calls. He's not playing good defense. Um, he's been a disaster. He's not been the superstar that everyone has been waiting for him to be for now six years. Um, he, this team, I mean, if you think about it, who's been consistently their best player over the four game stretch, Derek white, maybe, uh, I mean, Tatum's been the best player at moments, Rob Williams, um, um, Bam has Bam has been alphaing Al, but anyways, it I don't think it's been Tatum. I mean, people will say it is because he had a great game last night and uh, he's the face of the team. But the fact that he has played so poorly that they find themselves in this position is just proves to me that he's not been the best player in the series and he didn't play well against Philly except for when they were really, really needed him. Um, and he had a good series against the Hawks, but then again, he had his moments where, you know, he wasn't and it took them too long to put them away and they're probably feeling some of that right now. But the point of the take is Jason Tatum is the biggest fraud in the NBA. Um, and the reason I say this is because he is touted as a top five player, as an MVP candidate. I said it last week, humbly the best basketball, one of the best basketball players in the world. You know, it's it's not a matter of if, but uh, uh, what if, but when he wins a championship. But this is now two years straight where he has kind of disappeared in the biggest moments. The guy is a regular season player. When the when the lights, you know, the lights are on, he's not showing up. So I think uh, because he is so good during the regular season, Tucker has joined us. So he'll I'll re- repeat this once again. Thank you. Jason Tatum is the biggest fraud in the NBA. That's the take. Cam, you were here, so you can oh, respond I'm first. I'm right now. Huh? What a, what a stupid take. What a stupid take. If these playoffs have said to show you anything besides the fact that Jason Tatum's a top five player in the NBA, then you're not watching or you just don't know ball. Those are the two things you can get from it. Because Jason Tatum has been a certified player with a team... With two all-NBA guys on the team, they are double-teaming Jason Tatum whenever they can. And if they're not, he's getting his way. He's averaging 30 points per game in the playoffs. How can you say he's a bump? And then his worst game ever, he also fucking had one of the greatest fourth quarters that I've seen in recent memory to win the game. That's a guy with that. He's him. He has that gene. Even when he's missing everything. In the fourth quarter, he's still the guy that's like, give me the ball. Humbly, I'm one of the best players in the NBA. You can't pull this bullshit like, oh, yeah, no, he's a coward. Get out of here. He's a bit of a coward. What was it, fraud? Fraud, but he is also a bit of a coward. Terrible. Terrible take. You don't know ball. You don't know ball. I mean, he's not been consistent. He just hasn't been consistent. He's been good at moments, great at moments. Let's say three. He's been great at moments and terrible at others and just turning the ball over and crying, and he's been bad. Averaging 30 points per game. I guess Average. I, I haven't seen things that I've liked 70% You don't like 30 of the time. points per game. I just want to clarify. 
There's a lot of things that's wrong with the Celtics right now. The fact that you're attacking Jason Tatum and not Jalen Brown is laughable. I don't. I the, the problem is J, 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 Jalen Brown is not the leader of the team. He's not Jaylen the best Brown player on the team. team all NBA. He's a good player. He's a good player, and he's been miserable 100. percent But it starts with your leader in this league. It starts with your superstar, and he he's hasn't been, been good enough. Awful. He's been the one rock with team. Not not from this series. He's not been good in three out of the four games. Um, Cam? Hey, guys. I'm here. Um, great timing, Tucker. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with Tucker here. I, I think you're crazy. Um, you can my side. I don't think he's a fraud by any means. I think Tucker actually brought up the best point is that the Heat are playing so well because we're we're locking them down enough where you guys have to rely on everyone else who sucks, and we're playing really well. Um, Tatum is dominant. The one part I will agree with you is I think he's a bit of a coward and could break out of his shell more than he does, but I don't think um, of, uh, the biggest fraud in the NBA is, is, uh, is a bit of a stretch. Also, he's 25. Made it to the NBA championship once. And disappeared. Disappeared in the NBA championship. It was like he wasn't even there. Listen, 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 listen. I don't think that's fraud. I mean, I, I, I hate to go to, like, Twitter stats, but, like, LeBron and Jordan weren't touching the Eastern Conference Finals or the Finals, you know, till they were, what, 27, 28? So I, I think it's too early. And I think we may have this conversation every year. And... Maybe it's because he does it every year, or maybe it's because he just doesn't have the the team around him, or because he's too young, or whatever it may be. I think this is a, a stretch. It's wasted. I like it in that sense. I like it because he's probably going to be a fraud in this next game when the Heat blow him out. But I, I think it's absolutely crazy that he's the biggest fraud in the league. He's listen. humbly one of the best players in the league. Uh-huh. He's, listen. And here's my thing on the whole power thing. Cowards, when they've had a terrible game, and it's the fourth quarter, and it's crunch time, and it's time to make big shots, they're not shooting. That was the least coward move, just being like, humbly, I'm one of the best players in the game, so I'm going to take my shots. Yeah, but he does, no, but he he very well does not touch the ball in the fourth quarter in a lot of games. And maybe it's Missoula's fault, but he should just take over. I could have given the take. Joe Mazzulli is a bad coach. Jalen Brown's not good. I can make all those takes. Talk about game two. Because game two, it wasn't as much that Jason Tatum wasn't shooting as, I mean, as much as he's getting doubled, so he was passing the ball to open guys. I'm with you there. Listen. And if I'm going to ask for Jason Tatum in double coverage, wide open player, I want the wide open guy to shoot it. It just so happened that those wide open players weren't making shots. Listen, two things. I use the term fraud because he's so good in the regular season. He's so good. He's a great, great player. But in the playoffs, he's just not been that great player outside of two games. He had a phenomenal game seven. He had a phenomenal ending of game six last series. He had a good game last night, and the Heat uh, in the Hawks series, he wasn't. He I, there was a couple games where he was dominant. There was a couple games where he wasn't. So I'm just saying that he is touted as this guy, and he doesn't show up half the time. Second thing, 
I give, I'll talk more about the heat when we get into the series and I don't want to go too deep on this, but the heat just aren't that talented. And if he can't beat the double teams of those guys, then I'm sorry, but the heat, they're immensely more talented. That's why this comeback is a real thing. It could happen because they are immensely more talented. He is better than every single player on that court. Jimmy's the closest one to him, but he is better than every player on that court. He needs to be better. That's it. So, Trey, you you said he had a good Game 7. Um, I said he had a great, great, great Game 7. That's what I said. The greatest Game 7 in the history of the NBA. Sure. But that's beside the point. Like, sure. You can't say a guy's a fraud when, he, when in the biggest moment, Game 7, he has the best Game 7 of all time. They wouldn't have been in that moment, though, if he didn't suck for the rest of the series outside of game six. Just, uh, I, he, like, let's look at his stats from back. I'm not a stat watcher. I'm not a stat watcher. There's going to be a better conversation next week when you guys are in Cancun. I mean, if I was in Cancun, I'd probably be in a much better spot. I wish I was in Cancun. Uh, Dylan's alive. Internet's down. So, Dylan is not dead. Ruderock, bad take. <laughs> um, Tucker, you got a take? Um, yeah. Uh, this take I've been putting into the group chat for a while. Um, and I feel like I have to put it at this point uh, because I've been saying it. I've been saying it loud. I've been saying it proud to anyone that hears. The Celtics will have the first ever comeback from 3-0 because Jimmy Butler's a dickhead and he riled them up when Joe Mazzula couldn't. Joe Mazzulla was not the motivator that Ime Adoka was. Couldn't get the boys out of bed. Really, they felt like they were sleepwalking, but Jimmy Butler was just such a dick that they were like, all right, like, lock in. And they actually did just because he was such a dickhead. And I think that's the reason why we win the series. Okay. I hated the first part. I thought it was just going to be the Celtics going to come back. I was going to crucify you. Um the second part makes it interesting. Um, it's tough because I I don't think Jimmy's been all that much of a dickhead. And um, even the players are like, stop talking. Like, I I know, but I think the reason they're saying that is because they're getting bullied. And so, like Marcus Smart is clearly frustrated. He's the one that was like, stop talking, stop talking. He threw a punch at a dude. Grant Williams got in Jimmy's face, and then Jimmy proceeded to emasculate him. Jimmy hit a huge three and put the timeout thing that Al Horford did right in his face. So um, you think that Grant Williams, or Jimmy Butler was just sitting there, like, quietly, and then Grant Williams did that out of nowhere? No, I'm sure there's jawing, but it clearly got to Grant, and he couldn't back it up for the 15th time. That's what I'm time. saying, is that Jimmy's better than all these guys had. 100%. A shit talker, 100%. And this is, this is, as, like, this is no, in no way an insult on Jimmy Butler. Because that guy just plays with that dog. And that's how he plays, and that's how he always plays. That's what makes Jimmy Jimmy. I agree. I agree. I, with a team like this that had no motivation, that just was playing unspirited basketball, a, a switch flipped in game four. And it felt like the way that Jimmy was talking, even in game three, felt, I'm going to say, Angel Reese-esque. It felt Angel Reese-esque. And so... Yeah. My whole thing is 
it shouldn't. I think it's more of a Celtic problem in today's a Jimmy Butler motivating them. I think that they had some. They clearly had some problems. Mm-hmm. I think that they went out together. There was reports that they went to Top Golf and out to dinner after Game Three, worked it out, and came back motivated. They should be motivated. It's the friggin' Eastern Conference Finals now. Is Joe Mazzulla probably not a good motivator? Absolutely, he's a psycho. I, I agree that the motivation should be coming from within, anyways. But that's a conversation for another. I mean, day. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it took to get them to wake up. Maybe it is Jimmy Butler. I just think that when a guy, when they're beating you that bad, and a guy's talking shit, that you're not going to be like, oh, now he's talk, now he's being an a hole. Now we're going to play hard. I don't think that's what happened. I think that they met up and they're like, listen, guys, we know how to play defense. We know what we're doing wrong on offense. Stop, <coughs> stop being idiots. Let's play. I think that's probably more likely. That, but knowing basketball players, it could very well be that they were like, let's stick it to Jimmy. He's being mean to me. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, Cam? Cam, I just... I just want to emphasize, none of this is an attack on Jimmy Butler. I love his And if he was going to any team besides the Celtics right now, I'd love every second of what Jimmy's doing. You don't have to defend yourself. Jimmy is um, is the son of Michael Jordan. Um, and that's been confirmed, right? I think the, the way that he just acts on the court, and I, the, you don't ever hear him talking, right? Like, like Tucker, you were saying, like, or Trey, you were saying, like, Grant pushed him, right? Right? No. They're the guys that get caught. Jimmy's the one that whispers in your ear yeah, talking you about how yeah. he wants to do bad things to your grandmother. Um, and I don't think it's motivation. I think, if anything, um, here's just my, my absolute bold, I'm so confident in its statement, is Jimmy's going to come out to the garden and drop a 50 off on you, on your head. Um, and I think not the reason you guys win is because Jimmy went father, but reason that you guys get embarrassed at home because of Jimmy Butler because he has just bigger balls than all of you and he's been yep. doing this yep. whole entire time he's been it's not just this series it's last year in the post press conference he said ah, it's all right we got him next year and ever since you guys got that matchup against us he's probably been in your Instagram DMs of every single player their wife their mother their daughter Deuce Tatum and just getting inside your heads and I don't think it's a good I really don't. If you spin zone it that way and you come back from seven, I'll leave my shorts. Um, and if it's somehow proven that that you know somebody comes out after the game and says Jimmy Butler really bullied us and we were angry and we wanted to win, um, I think Jimmy drops fifty one, and you guys lose by ten or more at home tomorrow. Um, I I tend to agree more with Cam. Not so much the Jimmy dropping fifty thing, but the the motivation isn't coming from Jimmy and it shouldn't be coming from Jimmy. Um, all right, let's, let's talk a little more on it while we're here. So I, I said from the jump, from the moment the heat, the heat went up against the bucks, I didn't want to see them. And the reason why is exactly what we've seen in this series. They're a well-coached mentally tough team and the Celtics have never been mentally tough. They just they've they've had they've had moments where they've come together. Sure, last year game seven against the Heat, sure. But then when the going gets tough, they seem to collapse. Now, there's been moments this postseason where they've been down against Philly, 
They fought back. They did it last year against the Bucks. So there are mo- they if they focus on it, they can do it 100%. But they just have since these two stars have gotten together, it seems to me, I've said it before, that they're children and they need to grow up. And I was hoping by now that it would have happened. So on the Heat, um, the Heat are playing unbelievably well. I mean, they hadn't did not have a great game last night. Um, but their shots just don't miss. Their their role players are not missing shots. Maybe that'll flip, but they they're playing unbelievably well. So they deserve 100% credit for how well they're playing. The Celtics are not blowing this because they're just playing poorly. It's part that's part of it, but they're but the Heat are also playing out of their minds. So the hope is that they come back to earth and that the Celtics now have a new motivation, whether it be Jimmy or you know just we're better than this team. Let's beat them. But in terms of the comeback, I think I said this before. I don't know if Tucker's here. I believe it can happen. I really do. Part of it is because they are a <coughs> much. They are much. They are one of the better teams to ever be in a three-zero hole. I think ever. Uh, I think the reason the odds are so bad for for a comeback and not worth betting is because they're such a more talented team. They've shown that they can beat teams like the Heat, and they shouldn't be in this position. But they found themselves here. So I think they absolutely could come back. I, I do. I think that if they play like they did last night, if they figure out the the defense, they don't know. I don't know what the hell they're doing. It just seems to me that they're so focused on doubling guys that they're falling asleep, and they're so focused on no easy buckets inside they're just letting them rain threes. And like I said, the Heat are hitting them. On offense, it seems like it's just dribble into the paint and look for whoever's open and throw it out. Like there's not a lot of structure there to me. And half the time they dribble in the paint and they go looking for the guy and they get stripped. It seems like it happens far too often. Jalen Brown needs to be much, much better. Jason Tatum needs to be better. Um, and I mean, I, I think they could do it. I, I, I really do. I think it's because they're such a better team, more talented team, that they could do it. If I think, do I think it's likely? Probably not. Um, do I want to play at the guard? Do I, am I excited about them being back at the garden tomorrow night? Nope. Nope, not at all. They've been terrible at the garden the whole postseason. Um, the place is cursed. We have a long history of talking about that. Um, I think. It's a series. I do. As of right now, it's a series. A lot of people are saying if they win game five, it's a series. I think it's a series right now just because of how much more talented they are. Um, But like I said, the Heat are playing out of their minds. Jimmy is doing his thing, but it's the role players that are killing them. It's the guys that just aren't missing threes. Caleb Martin. uh, What's that little point guard there that hurt his ankle? That guy. Uh, Vincent. Um, Even... Duncan Robinson, you know, is is contributing. Tyler's or Cody Zeller is contributing. They're getting role yeah, players. Really no, you know, no, but he's he's made a couple plays. I mean, they're getting their role players to do what they need to do. The Celtics haven't had much of that. Um, Derek White's been average. Um, I notice him falling asleep on defense more than any other player. I'll see it uh, pass out to his man, and he like shakes awake and runs over. Um, Grant. Was good last game, not very good the games before. I don't know why they had Pritchard in the game early on in game one. Um, 
But I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I think if they win tomorrow night, their odds are decent to come back. I think there's a very low chance they do it right now, but I do think it's possible. Um, Tucker, your Celtics perspective on the series so far? I mean, we know what my perspective is. I'm an optimist. I'm positive. I think this is probably one of the highest opportunities of any for a team to come back from 3-0 just because they're such an immensely talented team. Um, I, I just... I believe in this team because when they're on, I don't think there's anyone that can really beat them at their best is kind of where I stand on it. So I believe in the team still. But they have to show up every night fully. They can't – there can't be any of the – like there's no space at this point for another dud game, which they are accustomed to doing occasionally, which is an issue. Um they they get accustomed to having a dud every once in a while, having a quarter where they, you know, they're not locked in, and that's now a non-factor. Like there's no more to give away, and this team has a little bit of issue of doing that. So there's definitely still questions, but if any team in history could do it, this is the team to do it. Uh, Cam, you I, obviously are feeling pretty good. I just want to address I, one thing. The Heat letting Derek Jeter and A-Rod into that game last night was one of the dumbest leads, things uh, I've ever seen. This leads great. This leads great into what I was going to say. So, Tucker, I actually agree. If there was ever a team to do it, it is this team. The problem is the Heat are not the Yankees. The yeah. Celtics may be the Red Sox, but this Heat team is not the Yankees. I, I should emphasize, I forgot to bring up one point, is that Spolstra is... It, he just doesn't feel like the coach that gives up a 3-0 lead. No. Yep. So, so here I go on my on my small little uh, write-up. Um, like I said, I, I think the Celtics absolutely have – they're better. They are, are a better, talented, more talented team. Absolutely can win four straight. They won four straight a couple times in the regular season. Um, they won nine straight at one point. But the Heat won't lose four straight. That's the problem. Um, Spolstra is, is too good of a coach. He's got to find something, some way, one quarter, one game, to just make it work. Um, Jimmy Butler is too gritty of a player to allow. He has been off. Something's been going on, and he's still putting up 29, and he's been sitting. He hasn't played every minute. And Tatum's kind of the same way. He hasn't played every minute. Um, I think the biggest thing is that we have seven undrafted players out there that are just playing with way more art, and they've already made it this far. And I, I think they might be the biggest factor of just getting one. They've already been lighting it up like crazy. Like you said, Caleb Martin is playing 60% shooting. He's not a big man, and he's shooting 60%, 47 from three. Uh, unbelievable. These guys just don't want to lose as bad as you guys want to win, I think it is. Um, and just the combination of everything I just said, I don't think we're better. But because we won the first three, I think it's so hard to lose. So, so I agree two, with you on that, Cam. Two things, Cam. The hope for the Celtics, right, is that these guys, I mean, everybody gets hot, but can you stay hot? Um, <laughs> these guys could easily turn back into pumpkins at any moment. 
Um, do I think it's likely? No, I think they are highly motivated. And I think they have balls. Um, but I'm just saying it's possible that these guys could turn into players that were undrafted for a reason and start missing these shots. So that's a point of, uh, of hope for the Celtics. The second thing I lost my train of thought on. Um, shit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they could, they could, you guys are hitting unbelievable, sh- unbelievable shots. You just aren't missing. And which is crazy to see because they should hit these shots. They're wide open, um, but they're just not missing. So, I mean, that could change. And, oh, I, I remember. The one thing is for the Celtics, they all said, don't let us win tonight. And that's, I mean, a big motivation factor is, okay, we did it. We can beat this team. Like, we can. We've done it. We can do it again. So you just kind of got to. They shouldn't have needed that. To, to no, absolutely. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They, I think they, maybe they, I don't think they came into the game under, into the series underestimating them, but maybe they did. Maybe they underestimated them and then got punched in the mouth, didn't know how to react, and then they needed to collect themselves and say, okay, we beat this team. Oh, we got Dylan on the show. Um, but they, they, maybe they won one. I mean, same thing with the Sox. Tucker's got the 2004 poster behind him. They they beat the they said don't let us win tonight. They beat them once in a close game, and then they didn't really. I mean, we the Schilling game, yeah, was was a tight one, but then they crushed them in Game Seven. So like, sometimes you just need to know that you can do it. And I I mean, I agree with you, Tucker. I think it's because they are they were so favored going in, ninety seven percent favorites. Stupid ESPN screwed us. Um. That they they're so much better talent wise, they have the best chance. Do I think it's a big chance? No, I give them maybe a ten percent chance, but I think it could happen. So, um, Dylan joined the show immediately, got up and left the couch. Just doesn't doesn't want to work tonight. Um, but um, I will say this: whoever comes out of the East, I don't think they're going to beat the Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets destroy the Lakers. Uh, Jokic um, is on a tear. His brothers are menaces. One thing about if the Heat do push through, I don't know if you guys remember this. <laughs> the, the Jimmy Butler and Jokic had a bit bit of beef. It was either earlier this season or last season where he was telling Jokic he was going to take him outside and fight him. Um, so that could be exciting. Uh, but the the Nuggets look unstoppable. I I think they're going to win the ship the ship um, regardless of who gets through. I mean. If the Celtic, the, I think the Celtics probably have a better chance of beating them than the Heat, just because if they come, if they do complete this incredible comeback, then all the momentum is going to be on their side. But um, I still think even then it's unlikely. Um, they just look unstoppable, and they dismantled the Lakers. And uh, poor LeBron uh, can't make it back to the finals. But um, Tucker, your thoughts on the the Nugs? Uh, yeah, the Nuggets are really good. Nikola Jokic, I mean, they have four. I, I didn't really realize how good that team is just outside of Jokic, but now that I'm starting to watch them, I kind of did finally. This team is just all around really good. Like, Nikola Jokic is good, but so is Jamal Murray, so is Michael Porter, so is Aaron Gordon. Like, this team got... Stars. Yeah. 
I mean, I yeah, they're fun to watch. They're good through one through five. They're they're a good team, and I enjoy. It's it's gonna be tough. I was talking to someone today. They're telling me how we actually match up way better with the Nuggets, and that yeah, that's yeah. kind of confidence, which is good. But I also think that team is just so talented. Like, oh, then the Lakers. Uh, no, there's in then the Heat. Oh yeah, no the Heat. Damn six ten, dude. We're folding. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're on the same side, Cam. I really think that in seven, but we're folding. Yes, no, I, I Celtics in seven, but we're we're probably done. Um. No, I was yeah to go to you, Cam. Uh, I was going to say the Heat are obviously much closer to the finals than the Celtics at this point. You don't love the matchup? No, but you got to think of it too. Like nobody on our team. I mean, maybe we could go. Yeah, I'd rather play with. I mean, on, honestly, though, an eight seed has never made the final. You beat oh, the two best. That. You heat the two best teams in the East. Um, you got a, I think you got a fighter's chance. 100%. But I know, I know this might come off, but I kind of would rather play the Nuggets than the Lakers just because of our history with LeBron. The storyline, the storyline, if the, if the Celtics played the Lakers, they were going to lose. Championship and beating us just feels like it would have happened. Like, I don't know. I just... It would have happened. Teams I feared in this playoffs went one, Heat, two, Lakers. The rest don't matter to me. I've believed enough times against LeBron in the playoffs, and it's never worked out for us. So it just doesn't feel like this would be the time where we finally have figured out how to beat LeBron, even though he's old. It would have been seven in the Garden, and the place would have burned. Burn. Did you see game four for the uh, Lakers game? No, I kept up with it. So it was one of those games where LeBron kind of said, "Like you know what, I'll take over." Yeah, thirty-one and a half. And then, but you saw after the half, he's old. Like the whole thing was that once this has happened to him, the reason why he doesn't like take over anymore, he was so tired in the second half. You could just see it. Like if he didn't have the ball, like he was exhausted. And it's just clear, like, yes, like, he, you know, like, everyone talks about how he kind of, like, is amazing that he's still so good at this age. But then you kind of just saw, like, yeah, he's still human. Like, he's still a 38-year-old player of NBA. Like, he gets well, you missed, tired. <laughs> well, you missed my first my take at the beginning. Um, LeBron's going to play not only with Bronny, but with Bryce. Who's Six more years for Bron. Oof. I mean, he, this was the first time that I'm like, I don't think he's got that much longer because he was, he's still incredible. He still like has it. It's just the stamina is starting to go and you can tell in this game, like second half, he just, he burnt himself in the first half. Tucker, you see it. king of the spin zone. I said at the top of the show that uh, the LeBron retirement talk was all fake just to spin zone off the fact he just got swept. Uh, so the talk would be, Oh, I'm retiring and not, um, oh, um, LeBron got swept. 100%. There's no chance he's retiring. After t- all the talk that he's had about playing with his son, there's no chance he's like, okay, now I decide I'm going to retire. 
Uh, I was about to kick to Dylan, but he's up off the couch again. He has not said a word this podcast. Now his screen is frozen. We might have lost him again. Um, Wi-Fi issue. Yeah, Wi-Fi issue. But he's also been walking around for the last five minutes. Oh, hello, Dylan. Welcome to the show. Um, So we'll, we'll kick to you for your NBA thoughts. Celtics, do you think they could come back? Nuggets, if you have anything, probably don't. And then if you want to drop a take on us, uh, go ahead. Uh, Celtics talk. Um, I'm a firm believer that history repeats itself. However, when you have players on the team acting as if it's destiny that history repeats itself, I start to question if they're just thinking about luck or actually doing something about it. Now, Celtics did win game four. I don't have them repeating any sort of uh, 3-0 and upset. So I have Heat winning. I have them winning easily, probably next game. Uh, Nuggets. Um, I think... I think this shows how the NBA may not be rigged because I think uh, everybody and their mother thought LeBron and the Lakers were making the finals. Um, but that's, you know, I don't know anything about I think it's rigged. Thought. I think it's rigged to a point if you can't keep it close enough that they can't rig it for you. But I think if they were close, then they, they would have. But I think... The only thing I know about the Nuggets is that um, one time Carmelo Anthony played for them, and it was like big thing. Well, that's about the controversies because Carmelo just retired. He wore 15, and now Jokic wears 15. And uh, they got to decide what to do about the retiring of the jerseys. Jokic is 28, and he's a giant, so he'll be around for another five years, and then you can retire it. <laughs> you know what the funny thing about the whole NBA is rigged? Is that I believe it to a point that I was annoyed with Scott Foster. <laughs> like I was like, who's Scott? <laughs> like at the start, at the start of last game, when everything was going on, I was like, whose side are you even on right now, Scott? Like but I he was, did like, get a majority of the calls for the for the first half. But as a ref, not being partial towards us. Scott Foster gets a lot of crap for being a bad ref. He has been very good to the Celtics the past couple of years. Yeah, and it was just like in this game, it felt like, at, at least in the first half, I'm not sure, I, I didn't really notice anything in the second half. Maybe Cam had some thoughts that he was against us. In this, or, you know, I haven't complained about pretty much any ref calls. I wasn't sure. No, I think I, the Heat have been the beneficiaries of the officiating. Yeah, part. in the first half, it felt like it was all Heat. And I was frustrated, like, not as a game isn't being called fair, but as this game should be being called unfair towards us. Uh, Dilly, go ahead. I complained about the refs in in favor of you guys yesterday. I thought there were a couple. They're just playing soft. They are. It's just soft. It's what it is. You guys are aggressive for once, and now they're calling everything. I don't don't like it. That stupid. one that they were like, it wasn't delay a game. It was a hostile act. I was like, come on, uh, just play yeah. the stupid game. Uh, yeah. Who cares? Hostile act. yeah. The one on Marcus Smart in game three where he legitimately threw a punch. I'll give them. 
But um, I just saw a hockey player destroy someone's face, and that was hostile, and they didn't call it. <laughs> Dill, you uh, oh. you got a take for us? Um, you know, I didn't have internet. Didn't have internet all day. Had so home. much time to come up with this. It's, it's been out. I have zero. <laughs> I had zero means of of coming up with or using using the internet at my disposal to help me formulate formulate takes but uh, while I was sitting here I was thinking um, and I'm always thinking well, yeah you're you know, right you're thinking right, right now thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got a take I got a take here we go um, as we move forward in life oh, and forward in sports uh, Jesus he's right. still what We're all waiting on bated breath. Oh yeah, no, his internet cut out. That's not oh, him yeah. just sitting there thinking. He's faking it. I thought yeah, that. Was, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that was I think that was him just quitting right then. He just went on. No, he's still on. Out. He's just frozen in place. I got to him to wait till we look away. To <laughs> it's like eventually they'll hang up. Oh, here he is. Left and right. What? <laughs> he's just messing with us at this point. Um, I see him moving. I think <laughs> he blinked. <laughs> uh, for those of you listening, you cannot see this. Stone's screen oh, is frozen. Um, all right, I guess we'll move on. Uh, he's gonna come back in at some point. He's he's gonna realize at some point that we're not listening. But um, NHL playoffs. Um. Don't know what's going on in the West. Not paying attention. Um, the Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights, I, I think, are up. I, I just, I put a, I put a text in, a, in the group that this has to be the first time the NHL playoff, the NHL in the and then the NBA all four different groups. Yeah. So if you can hear Cam there, it's that. Um, the NHL and NBA, all three conference finals are 3 0. Okay. The Lakers and Nuggets were 3 0. Well, the Heat Celtics you know aren't anymore. So, yes, we know what you're saying. Um, okay, so then that confirms it. Uh, Golden Knights up 3 0. Bruce Cassidy about to emasculate the Bruins. The far more interesting series, I think, is in the East. Um, as interesting as the 3 0. Is the game final yet, Cam? Seven, seven minutes left, Panthers up one. So uh, the Panthers, obviously, are on a roll of rolls. Sergei Bobrovsky, known affectionately to all of us as Bubtitsky, is playing uh, out of his mind. Out of his mind. Wasn't a fluke against the Bruins. Just playing well. Matthew Kachuk, just if it gets to overtime, he's going to score the goal. We, um, Tucker, Tucker, Dylan, and I were at the casino this weekend, strolled into the sports book around 11 p.m., feeling good, uh, saw that it was going to OT, live bet, Panthers to win. I said in the intermission, Matthew Kachuk's going to score. I did not bet it. Turns out he did score. I, we cheered. We did cheer for the team that knocked us out of the playoffs. 
but we won money. So I mean, we all had money on them. Yeah. We all like the Panthers. I I will say it again. I don't hate the Panthers. I don't care if they win the Stanley Cup. They kind of deserve it at this point. I mean, they have run roughshod over the Eastern Conference. They are emasculating the Hurricanes, which is a hapless franchise. Um, I don't think they're going to be stopped. I think they're the Stanley Cup champion. Uh, reverse jinx, um, maybe. I'm not rooting against them. I'm telling you right now, I'm not rooting against them. I'm not necessarily rooting for them. I don't really care at this point. I'm kind of done with hockey after what happened. But, um, man, are they just <coughs> dog-walking teams. Doesn't seem like they're in any sort of trouble. Build the plant. It's funny how similar these two teams from Florida are. Low seed. Last into the playoffs, one absolute dog, Jimmy Butler and Matthew Kachuk. If I were to build a hockey team, I would build them out of Matthew Kachuk. If I would build a basketball team, I would build them out of Jimmy Butler. Guys I think that just Bob's the bigger, the bigger dog. No, absolutely, Bob's playing out of his mind. But I'm just saying, this dude is—he's your leader. Like he's your guy. He's not the captain. He's the uh, assistant captain Barkov, or whatever it's called. Barkov or whatever. It is. I have no clue who the captain is on your team. Barkov. Um, Kachuk is the leader. Bobrovsky's the good role player that stepped in that is playing out of his mind, much like your, your undrafted players. Um, it's funny. It, it, it rhymes. But, um, yeah, the Panthers are so cool. I hate to admit it. They're just cool. They're just a fun team to root for. Um, got a little taste of it. The, I've, had, I've rooted for them twice now in this playoff. I rooted for them at the Florida Bar. Um because just to see the reaction, and I rooted for them for the money. Um, if they make the Stanley Cup final, that's tough. I mean, I would like to see Bruce Cassidy win it, because I think it would be funny. Uh, I have no love for the Stars. I don't really care. But I, I feel like I'm going to root for the Panthers, unfortunately. I don't know. It's just a cool story. Uh, Tuck, anything on hockey, or you want to jump straight to camp? Um, Anything on hockey? Let me... I mean, I'm I'm a fan of the Panthers. They're cool. They're fun. I think that they're, but also like Vegas Golden Knights are kind of a sick name. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I'd love to see a three zero comeback though on either one, just because three zeros are fun to watch. Cam, your team's doing well. They're doing well. Um, yeah, they. They're they're very fun to watch. I actually enjoy watching hockey. Even last year, they were one team. Um, I don't think they were doing that much as it is. They just, uh, I, I tend to feel when you're both of three hours, this team has a way better chance of winning uh, the Stanley Cup than we can do this series. Uh, I don't know what it is. They're just not playing like an AC. I think once they beat the Bruins, they just automatically assume the role of we're going to beat everyone now. And if we don't, it's it's a bit shame on us because we beat the Bruins and we should win, which is what the Bruins should have thought after they beat everybody. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is fun to watch. They're up 3 2 right now. This Bobrovsky fella, he, first of all, let me just tell you how good this guy is because they have, I'm pretty sure every single game they've lost the shots on goal. They have 23 shots on goal and three scored against 35 shots on goal and two scored. And I've watched this whole game, and this man just scoops the ball with his mitt. The ball the, the, with the, his the, mitt. The, the, puck, the puck go 
goes and he just grabs it out of the air and says, no, you do not go in the goal. He's had so many glove saves that it's, it, it, it's unbelievable to watch because it's going so fast. I understand. I've always been a big, you know, the hockey goals are small. Just stand in one place and, you know, you're bound to block a few. But, nah, this guy is unbelievable. Out of his mind. Saves all of them. Um, you said in the group chat that this feels familiar. What were you referring to? Nobody ever asked you on that. Was it just the heat? When did I say it? I don't remember. It was like after game three, I think. I didn't know if you were referencing a hockey team or not, but um, oh yeah, yeah, no, I was, I was talking about the uh, the the Kings. The Kings were the eighth seed uh, back in what twenty Kings Stanley Cup. The Los Angeles Kings. Yeah. Um, they won Jonathan Quick. Yeah, Jonathan Quick. That's it's the it's the storyline. Yeah, the Quick. Quick save just came in and stopped every single goal ever. And the eight seed won the Stanley Cup. And, I mean, not for lack of, uh, okay, well, the Hurricanes just scored. It's 3-3. Oh. I'm going to stop my talking. Um, um, what was I going to say? I, I, I don't know what's going on with me tonight. I'm losing my train of thought. Oh, um, that's all you need. That's really all you need in – hockey playoffs in the NHL playoffs. You just need your goalie to be God and you'll win every game. So, um, all right. I think Dylan's probably checked out for the night. Um, so we'll move on. If anyone, any other topics anyone want to cover Carmelo's retirement, Aaron Rodgers hurt Brooks Kepka. I don't have anything on it. You want to go in tuck? Uh, big Brooks Kepka guy. Um, apparently he's a big Florida Panthers fan. Did not know that. Oh, he's at the E game too. He was he's been on a good. bender, dude. He's been on a bender. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I mean, good for him. He was hurt, right? And now he's back. Yes, but it's kind of a cool story with just like comeback was just kind of interesting going from like, you know, everyone thought he was kind of, he had a great career all. Honestly, like it was kind of, and it felt like it was kind of over. He had lost it, had some injuries. Honestly, live golf felt like it was the end for him. It was like, you know what? Might as well just take my paycheck, retire, sunset with a hundred million dollars. And then it came back alive and even second in the Masters had blew up, like kind of fell apart in the Masters. And then coming into the BGA Championship and winning it was just such a cool story. Big bet win for Tuck. Big bet win. I won the Preakness this week. I bet the Preakness <laughs> right. I picked the top three horses. I didn't do a trifecta, but I did win play show. So, um, all right. List guys. Um, I'm thinking guys. List guys, guys. And dudes? Uh, not specific guys, but like, you know, this type of guy. Do we oh, want I had I had guys. Do we want to do just that type of guys, or do I we? Think we have, I'm I'm fine with with either. I didn't. I didn't I do like, Tucker's getting a call. I could do like uh, like list guys. That'd be one number one. 
Well, yeah, I'm saying that that's the kind of vibe I'm going for. I was thinking. Are we good with that? Sure, let's do it. All right, Cam, you're first. All right, um, because I I love going first, and I don't have another one. I'm going this guys. Um, it's my own creation. I'm proud of it. We've we built it, and um, you know we should trademark it before anyone steals it. Red basket. Ultimately, uh, we we could bend that. We really could. I mean, everyone loves a list guy too. Anybody that can sit down and just list things out that they like, people like that. Not on Chris Daffanella. I think he was the one that kind of brought it up. He's a huge list guy. Absolutely huge hockey guy. This guy could be on some list. Just, um, um, just stimulates the conversation when you can just start listing things. Yeah, and I, I think there's a lot of memes out there. Just like guys literally in version of fun is sitting there and listing baseball players from the early 2000s. <laughs> ain't that the truth. Tucker. Um, yeah. Um, blue guys. Um, it's what we call our beers. Take you know, a lot of a heat. Couple, yeah, you know, going out with the boys, having a couple of blue guys, always a good time. My Mine is going to be the wild card guy, otherwise known as the loose cannon. Uh, every crew has one. Um, just a guy that is going to say, do things that you're not ready for. That's going to just either keep the night going, keep the night interesting, keep, make the night terrible. You never know. We have one in our crew. Trevor Hathaway is definitely, uh, affectionately referred to as the loose cannon. Uh, never know what's coming out of his mouth. I think every crew needs to have one. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go wild card guy. Number one, number two, I haven't thought about. So give me one second to run through the roster. Um, the uh, the dance guy is going to be my number two. Um, you know when you're when you're with the boys or you're at a party or something, you need the dance guy. I think I'm kind of the dance guy. I like to dance. Um, I love to see another dance guy out there. Uh, we were at the casino this weekend. Went to the club. We just all danced around as guys. We didn't, we, you know, we weren't looking for, for other people. We were just vibing to the music, dancing, uh, brings a good energy. Anyone that can bust a move. If you see a guy that can dance, you're gonna be like, that guy's cool. That guy can dance. He's cool. I like him. So dance guy, my number two. Tuck. Uh, I'm going to go with the Joker, the guy, you know, the fun guy, you know, a guy that's always got a joke. He's a vibes guy. He keeps everything up, you know? Any moment is better if you got one guy that's always got a joke, always got something to say. Cam? Oh, I was muted, sorry. Uh, Stokes is fells me. Uh, Stokes these two fells me. Um, number one, I'm going tough guy. Hey, hey look at this tough guy. Yep. You know, um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a guy who's not tough. The guy saying the tough guy is the one who's actually tough. And then he's saying it to a guy who thinks he might be tough. And it's just a couple of tough guys going after each other. Whenever you use the term tough guy, one, if not two, of the guys. Let's go. Four seconds left. Four seconds left. Who scored? Okay. Who was it? Oh, my God. No way. They're so upset. Oh, they're so bad. That's PTSD. Look at Kepka. Kepka's going crazy. 
god. This is great. This is great. Oh, Congratulations dude. to the Panthers. Uh, Eastern Conference champions. Any guesses? To Chuck. Who? Matt? Matthew? Was it really Absolutely. him? Absolutely, Matthew. Wow. He's Absolutely. so good. Wow. Bring the horns, baby. Unbelievable. Oh, Matthew. That's, he's God. so good, dude. Oh. I want um, him on my team so bad. He's such a little rat. But he's so good. Just an absolute clutch guy. That's my next one. Uh, when you need him most, he's the guy. And he just faked out the entire team. 4.3 seconds left. What a shot. All right. Um, clutch guy and tough guy. Tucker to you. Um, The party guy. A guy, it, this was like circa like 2016, 2017, this guy. But the guy that always knew where the party was, always knew where there was a party. I will say Trey McNinch was that guy. Not anymore, but I was. Like back then, you'd be like, oh, let's do something that night. And Trey would be like, all right. We're going to Alford. Otis. Like, what the fuck's in Otis? He'd be like, don't worry about it. And that ended up being a crazy party in Otis. Uh, yeah. Having a guy like that in your crew that you know, number one, like where the parties are, number two, that you can get into any party, huge bonus. And in college, like having a guy that you know in a frat was also big for that exact same reason. Um, my number three, I'm going with the Hardo. Guy that takes everything too seriously, um, whether it be sports, whether it be partying, whether it be drinking, there's always one that is just extra, doing too much. Um, certainly have my experience with the Hardo. I think there's a little Hardo in all of us. Um, but the Hardo makes it fun. You know, if you're if you're playing a you know a little competitive something and you need to get up, you just go against the Hardo and uh, you're good. Uh, my next guy is the punching bag. Um, every, everybody's got to, you know, take out their anger on someone a little bit, joke at somebody else's expense. Um, and there's typically a guy to go to that, to that you just dump on them. Usually they're pretty, pretty thick skin. They can take it. They can, they can give it back. Um, but I think it's important to have a, a tough, uh, punching bag guy in every crew, um, that, that can, can take the, take the heat from the rest of the gang. Uh, Tuck, back to you. Um, I'm going to go with the gambler. This is the guy that no matter what you're watching, like, yeah, I got 20 bucks on this. Yeah, I got a parlay. I need this guy to have, like, seven assists, and I had a huge parlay. Like, just having one guy in the group that always has money on the game, so, like, you're always wanting something. It might even be something small. It's like, yeah, I have this guy over, I don't know. I have, yeah, first run, hitting no runs in this game. Like, just... It's fun to have one guy that just has a bad offense who's just paying attention more to the game. Um, I gotta go with uh, the cool guy. The guy who's just smooth, like not a care in the world. Um, he's always just on top of it. Just makes life go so easy. Talks to the girls, talks to the bouncers. Kind of like what you said, talked about getting you in. Um, just a cool guy. The guy you want to be around. The guy you want to hang out with. You think about who we're going to hang out this weekend. You got the cool guy. Um, I don't know if I have any of those in my friend group. Not of no offense. None taken. <laughs> None taken. See you guys as the cool guys. But um, I can think of a couple people in my lifetime. Just like, you know, and they're, I feel like they go through phases. Because the cool guys kind of have to hang out with everybody. 
they don't stick to one click. That's why they're so cool. So every once in a while, a cool guy comes in and out of your life. You hang out with him for a few weeks. You're like, wow, that guy's so cool. Um, last guy, five guys. Um, Got to go with five guys. There's a technicality first. there, but we'll, we'll let it slide. The fifth guy in the group. Then. Um, five guy. No, you know what? I'm changing it up. Change it up completely. I'm going to go with shy guy. Um, oh, that was my fifth. All right. Well, you can have it if you want. Shy guy, five guys, whatever. Panthers win. 4-3. Unreal. They just uh, almost overturned it, too, and they didn't, and then it was like a celebration all over again. Just to rub it in the hurricane's face. Tucker, are you going to go shy? No, I'm not. Um, my number five is the parent. He's the guy that's always checking on everyone, you know, making sure everybody's okay, making sure everyone's together. He's really the glue. I mean, he's a glue guy. Glue guy. That, that would have been a great pick. Glue guy. Glue guy. But I, I, I'm sticking with the parent. The parent of the group. He's the guy that, you know, you go out, one guy gets a little bit too schmack. He's the one that's taking care of him. He's the one that's making sure everyone's good. He's the one that makes sure you got a beer. He's just, you need a parent of the group. Um, I'm going a similar vein, Tuck. I'm going with the chef. The guy that's down to cook for everybody is so clutch. If you're waking up hungover, the dude's already up cooking eggs. Uh, if it's late at night, you get back, yo, we need some food. Don't worry, I'm on it. The guy that's going to man the grill at the cookout, um, the chef is is a huge guy. Need him, want him. Uh, just food's uh, one of the three basic necessities of life. And uh, you got to have someone ready to uh, to do that. Um, all right. I that's come to cook the new, like, chef guy of Cape Week. Like, both years, I've been the guy that's had to be the grill guy. I kind of love it. Yeah, you want to be the chef. Empowered to be like, I feed everyone. Yeah, no, it's empowering. All right, movie. Um, I didn't get a chance to go see it. Um, is that two in a row, Trey? That is two in a row. Uh, now, did we ever? Where did we ever fall on negative points? I think we didn't ever do negative points, as far as I remember. What? If, you, what? if you were at zero and you lost a point, you you couldn't go negative. Oh uh, no, you're zero. You're still zero. Yeah, yeah. No, you're still zero. Yeah. Okay, I heard you saying that we're not losing points. No, 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 I'm, no. Because I'm tired, I'm very fine with prolonging this conversation. If you see the video. I will try, man. I'll try. Um, we'll do another week. Yeah, I can't do it when I'm tired. I need to be live and I need to be All right. I will um, do my best to go see it this week. I meant to, and then I just had a, a busy week. But um, all right. I think that's all we got. Um, Dylan-less episode for the most part. He had a few sentences, but no take from him. Uh, no reaction, really, to anything other than basketball. Um, but we'll be back either... Tucker and I will be over the moon, ecstatic, dunking on Cam, or Cam will just continue his all of a sudden, out of nowhere, dominant run over the podcast. It's not fair that Cam gets all of this. I mean, we had it for I'll years. We had it I'll for years. It. We started this podcast, and things have flipped since we started the podcast. we started the podcast. This year was supposed to be, like, the Bruins and Celtics this year, it just felt like, if you told me, like, Cam... Cam's it's just funny that Cam's a fan of the two teams. The NBA final, I would have told you bullshit. Like, <laughs> the Heat, 
the Panthers. You must talk about the Bruins and the Celtics. And Cam just the Giants had an unprecedented good year. They weren't supposed yeah. to be good. I'll yeah. take that as our year. The Yankees win this year. Cam's year versus ours. That every single team did better than all of ours at the end of the year. I mean, as like, long as the Cam must have just picked new teams. As long as the Giants and the Yankees, well, I guess the Heat are still up in the air. And the Yankees should do better than the Red Sox, but who knows with that horrid franchise. Yeah, at well, Cam is alphaing the pod. We'll see if that continues, or we'll see if uh, we can pull off a massive upset. We'll have the series wouldn't be over by Wednesday, would it? Let's see, they play tomorrow, Thursday, then they'll play Saturday. Yeah, it would be over. Um, so we'll have we'll we'll have the, the autopsy after that. Um, but I think that's it. Thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you next week. So long. See you.